Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. But what I mean, read it to you. Let me read it to you. Please, please, please. So, given the facts, given the facts that one... Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. 
You should be. Then what? Because my whole lesson is only two months. I was on election. I'm in order. This is not time for Machamakwe. This is the time for somebody who is trying tested. That's all I can say. Thank you very much. I'm here delegate. And the only one who wants to so they are all can be just a bachelor. No, we begin to be doing that now. What did you make of the VAR decision? Did David Silver touch the ball? Why that all the managers we have to answer about that decision all the time? Ask them. Not not me. Not our. Joy 99.7 FM. Players that win trophies. You have players that get statues. Then you have players that get trophies and statues. Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about <laughs> you and, and me. <laughs> Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about six. If I tell you that Basi go fit me, Bossy, I swear we've got no Basi go no fit me. But the way that thing they happen in the ring, I don't fear. Because it's something we're not stroke. I told you. When, yes, I don't know the power Basi they have. Master, the time they enter the ring side, yeah? Listen, the time they enter the ring side, they say, Boss. I see Basti more bigger than me. <laughs> yes, listen. The time uh, the uh, referee say wrong one. Boss. When I see Basti, I see Basti is bigger than me. I don't understand. Basti be short. Basti more when I enter the ring. Basti is bigger than me. I don't understand. Listen. I they ask my coach that ah, this is Basti. <laughs> because I don't understand. Say everything. Joy. But destroy everything. And now we can lose comfortably. Now we can lose comfortably. Good evening. 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 And it's that time of the week, it's that time of the day. Good evening to you all. 
I'm Gary Al Smith, and this is the Good Evening Edition of the Joy First Take. If you've been hiding under a rock, we explain Good Evening to you, but I'm pretty sure everybody listening understands what Good Evening is. If you're ready or not, give it all you got. Let's move. And uh, today's edition of the Joy First Take as ever is powered by the Joy Sports team. It's a day where Arsenal will be top of the agenda. Normally, we like to start the show with some local fair, but today, I mean, it's it's a proper, proper, proper international festival as well as Arsenal and Unai Emery have parted ways. But Charlie... The whole of today in front of multimedia along the Avena Road, the industrial area, the the uh, Melcom Plus, you know, it's been serious, serious traffic. Hans Messando has experienced it. Benedict has experienced it. We understand there's something called Black Friday. Uh, oh. That's what's happening today. It be small traffic we Tell it by... Before we talk about the traffic, you mentioned yeah. that this is the Good Evening, good evening edition. edition of Sports DVD. Uh, no, first take. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Joy Sports Link. Not the Joy Sports Link. Yeah. First take. Yeah. Charlie, but you know what? The Good Evening sounds like Good Evening. So let's spell the Evening. Well, to my learned friends mm-hmm. and in my learned opinion evening is spelled e-b-e-n-i-n-g so it's not the evening not a, no, 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 this no. is good evening this because, is good evening yeah so we, we have to get that distinction clear so is the good evening 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 Good evening. Emery likes to say that, but anyway, Charlie, we woke up to the Charlie, news that. But, but the traffic in town is terrible. Yes, it's yes, serious. Yes, yes, you know, yes. I had to use an Okada. Yeah. From here to reach. We, we know we know that you wore helmets. Yeah, of course. I always do. Yeah. And you know, I love Okada. Yeah, yeah I love Okada. Yeah. I actually have a motorbike. I see. Mm. Yeah, I have a bike now. Mm. So now what I use, uh, what I do is. Uh, on days that you know I want to do things very very swift and fast, fast yeah. I park the car and use the moto. So that's what I do now. I so see. if you see me in town, so on my so, so you have multiple income streams. Oh, that one, the Abi Charlie. You've this Ghana It's good evening. I mean, that's so, the year of return. No, uh-huh. and speaking of the year of return, yeah. this is the final Friday of the month exactly year of return. They were here uh, on uh, that's uh, Ghana Connect. Ghana Connect. Yeah, Spoke a lot about it, and we all know. The number of people that are coming to town, I think that at this point I have decided. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty thousand. I don't believe yeah, it. I don't no, believe and, it. And they are not even in town yet. Yeah. It's not like the seven hundred fifty thousand. Okay. They said they've given over seven hundred fifty thousand visas. Yes. It's not that they are all coming. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, uh, no, I'm certain that all of them will come. Oh. But the thing is, I've decided to spend a Christmas in the village, so it's simple. <laughs> so, I will not have anything uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to do with that. Ma- makes two of us. Some you of know, us we, met, are, we are good. Just just some few minutes ago, I met George Yafe, and he was telling me that Charlie, this year of return, the LBC. So you know where he's thinking of spending the Christmas? Where? Charlie guess. Kukumlimi. Ah, Me, I'm thinking of going to the village. I know he's thinking of going to the US, Charlie. I can imagine. Christmas is also the time where of course, there's uh, um, December is also the time where we we make merry, we get ready for Christmas here at Joy FM. We've got a party, uh, family party, party in the, in the park, park on, the on the 14th. Yeah, of course. Big, and, and actually, you know, since, since I'm, I came to Joy, th- that has always been my favorite program. That's the beginning of Christmas, and and I love family party in a park for for one reason. <laughs> Should I tell you? You wait, would you? <laughs>
George is the best. George, give us, give us, the best person. Charlie Gatier, Pia Niagua, and the Pay in they are saying kokoya to to but i'm saying koto 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 rooster rooster crab yes Sing on the So that's the Kwampa band, but I'm glad to inform you. It's my singular honor to let you know that the Joy Sports team are feverishly, are seriously, thank you, are Nicodemus, thank you, contemplating, thank you, preparing, my God, for a cover of this on the party in the party in the party. Don't joke, guys. Tell it, I thought you guys would put your hands together. Tell it, hands, 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 hands. We'll be singing this song. George, how do you hear? Come on. Now wait, Gary, I want to showcase the voices that we've got, you know. Mm-hmm. I've got Hans. Hans has got a very fantastic voice. Give me a short you know, look. George, uh, guys, you know, guys, 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 before we go <laughs> George is the director of the multimedia yes. choir. I'm not one bad experience with music. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Look, uh, once George is here, you're sorted. <laughs> you're sorted, no, no, no rap, problem. Uh, yes. Benedict, give me give me one rap line. Benedict, give me one rap line. Okay. Benedict. The same rap lining. The same one. <laughs> okay, you release it. <laughs> no, but wait, wait, wait. But it goes like this. Memo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George. Oh, George. Ah, they give up. They give up. MD, MD. Steady. Memo midvia. Woman knife. Now we are not bombing selling Dion and my life. Rappers move. Meme da 155. Raf, hey, my husband, me your wife. Good evening. Good evening. Anyway, welcome to Joy 99.7 FM. After all the hard talk of the, the year of return with uh, the Ghana Connect team, it's, uh, it's our job, you know, to, to cool things down before DJ Black further uh, mellows your Friday evening. Benedict is in the house. Hans is in the house. Bill also in the house. He's tweeting. And uh, George Addo is in the house. I am Gary Al Smith. When I Emery... We understand from all our sources in London, in Cody, and everywhere else that this is the song Arsenal are playing for him as he leaves the job.
And most of the Arsenal fans, yourself, Bill, and the other guys out there, Neil yeah. Sabute, Daniel, Veronica, were all very hopeful because yes, Bansen, exactly. I mean, it, it, got, it, yeah. it got to a time you were tired of Asen Wenger. You wanted him to go, so the Wenger out was on. And today, you know, I just keyed in Wenger, and Wenger out came, and I'm like, wow. So this hashtag is still there. It's still there. You understand? So you wanted a change because for the young boys like Bill, in their lifetime, all the almost every time they see something on the Arsenal Twitter handle is either a player, yeah. injury news, team news, or tweets about games. They never saw... Anything about a trophy. Any, no, not even about a trophy. Anything about a new coach yeah. coming in or a coach going out because Papa Venga has been around for over 20 years. Sure. You understand? So, for them, it was new. It became something new and they wanted to go with it. I remember Aniela was very happy that, you know, some somebody is coming in, someone who did very well in the Europa League with Sevilla, won back to back to back, and then went to Paris Saint Germain and was coming with the experience. It was big. Trophy winning mentality, they Absolutely. said. Absolutely. That's what they said. And and what most Arsenal fans were even thrilled about was the fact that you, you went to the Europa League and the the, the talk then was Tale, he's the Europa League master. So even if you're not gonna play in the Champions League, we have someone who will get us the Europa League. And I really loved that because it was pushing the team. And you could see that this is a team that you guys were used to playing in the Champions League. But now in the Europa League, you have Arsenal fans following the league because of the manager. Because they believe that this is a manager that when it comes to the Europa League, he's the best. And the vibe was there. Things were going smoothly until... You know, he started losing games and his utterances after matches, explanation. You you understand? You listen to him and I go like, wow. All these years, I know Arsenal fans have been struggling. Uh, The the heartache, the the sleepless night. And that's something that I really like about you guys. Because (laughs) I can't imagine myself as an Arsenal fan. The things that you've gone through under Wenger and that is very manager. And then it got to a time when things were not going well. You, you could clearly see, and I, I, this morning I was telling someone that if you didn't see this coming yeah. and you are listening to us, then possibly you might shut your ears and if, or even just tune off. Yeah. If you didn't see it coming, stop watching <coughs> football or stop reading about football because the the, the, was it, it was there. The signs were so clear. Uh, the outreach, you could feel on Twitter after match days, even before match days, 
his starting team, people were criticizing, and even non Arsenal fans were even criticizing his starting team yeah. during matches. His decisions changes something that people were always talking about after matches. Of course, that would be after you had lost, and then Ani will always be talking hard about how this manager is not helping the club. Yesterday, Daniel posted a tweet, and it was something I was actually praying for him. Yeah, what he said was that I'm going to bed and I pray I wake up to, to the, the good that news. And just not, he didn't say news, he said to the good news that Una Emery is gone. Yeah. So you could feel that, Charlie, you guys were fed up. And yesterday, yesterday, if, when I was watching the game, b- because of everything that was going on with the outrage and um, the, cons- the empty stadium and all that, I said, let me just <clears throat> spend some time and watch this game. And you could see that even the fans in the stadium didn't want the man. And the man himself didn't want to continue the job. Because at the point when you were losing to Frankfurt, you had Pepe on the bench, Lacazette. Then he decided to bring on Torreira. I was watching, I'm like, ah, but this guy, what's, what's wrong with you? is he okay? Yeah. I am not a coach. I've never been to a coaching school before. I've never managed anything before. But as Kotoko but fans oh, like to say, you <laughs> You understand? But, I mean, if you need goals, this, this one is just a, a class one boy can even tell you. If you need goals and you have a striker, you have a midfielder and defender, who do you bring on? Yeah. There's not a striker. Yeah. Pepe Lacazette were on the bench. And then he brought on Torreira. And that was the point I realized that Charlie, this guy, he's lost it. And, he's, he's, and he's a yeah, corner. He's anyway, lost it so that's how we are setting the, 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 the tone for today's discussion also. Hans, yeah. you're clearing your throat. Yes. You've got something to... Because at some point, Arsenal fans must realize that it's not a manager anymore. It's who? It's Stan Kroenke and the rest. <laughs> Those people. The people upstairs. Yes. He's just a symptom of, of a larger problem, eh? Well, I, I think he's, he's, he's a bigger problem. The manager is probably a microcosm of, of, of you know... Yeah, that's what I mean. That, the, that, okay. That, so, you know, I was just a symptom of... Okay, so I thought you were referring to... You know, Kroenke. Yes. I mean, and, and I'm hoping at some point, you know, the fans are going to realize that if they haven't already. Because, you see... The reality is that, yes, Arsenal invested about £130 million in the off-season in signing players. But do the comparison to the teams that are currently challenging and winning the trophies. And you realise that um, if Arsenal make the top four, you know, in the next maybe five seasons, they probably should have a victory parade through the streets of London. Because you have a bunch of owners who are up there and who only care about the bottom line making profit for themselves and not really about winning trophies for the fans. You know the price of a single Arsenal football club share? They've always been winning the trophy. They've fourth. always? Yes. Fourth. The fourth place trophy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know the price of Arsenal FC shares? One share. Tell me. It's 37,000 pounds. Wow. Per share. One. And it has risen. Over the years, from 2007, from 8,400 in 2007 to 37,000. Presently. Presently. So, and it has been on a steady rise. Never a decline within the period that I'm talking about, from 2007. So, it moved from 8,400. Um, by 2012, we're looking at 16,800 or 17,500 by, by the end of 2012. By um, the end of 2018, 37,000. So, clearly... While the club, while the club, you know, while the fans have been wailing, while the fans have been suffering, the heart aches, yeah. the disappointments, 
the owners have been making profit for themselves. And so, yes, um, Una Emery is gone. Another manager is going to come in. Um, they will probably pretend to be investing in the club for other play, new players to come in. Mm. But the reality really is that there is only so much that they, they are going to invest. They won't go beyond it because then it's going to affect their revenue. Mm. So, for me, I think that at some point, the next manager who is going to come in, already the rumors are flying around, Pochettino, um, who else has been mentioned? Allegri. Uh, Maximiliano Allegri as well. Um, uh, I'm surprised Louis Van Gaal hasn't been mentioned already. But he's, 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 he's on retirement. Has he retired? Yeah, he's almost on retirement. Oh, okay. Right. So, I mean, at some point, I think that the fans should realize it. The bigger problem for me is not really... It's upstairs. Who just, just like United no, I, I, always I, I, say I that the problem is with the Glazers. The Glazers. And the so Glazers. on and so Because so the difference, really, mm. between Arsenal's owners now and, the, and those at City, the, the, the Arabs, is yeah. that, look, they'll get the money. Right? City have been churning out profit over the last few years. Yeah. But I mean, you see they, them, they did become the most valuable absolutely. Uh, thingy. Yeah, you, you really see them putting the money back into the club in terms of building infrastructure, in terms of bringing the, the best players, in terms of finding the best managers, in terms of going around the world and getting the best young players available. Yeah, that is really the difference. What, what is Arsenal doing? Are they getting the best players? No, are they paying the highest wages? No, it means that. You won't be challenging for the trophies. It okay. means that Charlie. season in, season out, you know, City and Liverpool are going. To, and for even Liverpool, I think they are, they are fortunate to have a manager who is doing, punching above his weight with very, very, you know, comparatively I mean, as, small as a Liverpool's budget. manager, okay. so, he seems to be built for the club. Yeah. But so, I'm yeah. just praying for Arsenal fans that the next manager um, will come in and don't get tired of the manager. At some point, Arsenal fans must get, must get tired of Stan Kroenke and the rest. No, yeah. I, you see. This is good. This one, we'll put it in the book and think about it sometime. But I think that when a manager has talents at his disposal mm. and he can't get the best out of them, it's the first thing the board is looking at. Yeah. So you can go to the Arsenal team we're talking about. Team that has Ozil, the team that has got Lacazette, the team that has got Permarico Bamiang, the team that has got Pepe, team that has got, here yeah, I mentioned the name, the team that has got. Torreira, a team that's got Jaka, a team that has got Jaka. No, uh, Jaka, let me add all of them. No, Jaka is let me add all of them. Okay, let me just add all of them. <laughs> okay, you add them. And you want to compare what Unai was getting out of the team and compare that with the other teams in the Premier League. It suggests that it's a manager who lost his way along the line mm. and he couldn't find his way back. As simple as that. So, Aston were only going to be wasting more time. With him, for all the noise about them, uh, the, the the managers have to invest. We know, yes, it's a it's a long process, and and I like when Hans was mentioning other clubs who are not also investing. But yeah. you have been employed to get the job. You had the opportunity to go into the transfer window to get players. You like, got players. You got players. So you were supposed to do the job. Then the argument about the likes of Leicester, they all come up. So they will look at their team and say, "Are you telling us that we don't have enough quality?" To a large extent, even when we go to Manchester United, I don't know why Olegana Socha is still there. Because yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the that's the maybe 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 that's Manchester United's problem. But I don't know why he's still there, because the guy took decisions at the start of the season, and the decisions have come to bite him. And the guys are not producing what you expect. Every game is another. You see, and Manchester United fans will be here telling me that oh, we are building. You are built. What you have been building for the past five years? I haven't seen the foundation set. 
<laughs> and that is why clubs should not go and sleep thinking that we are building, we are building. What Liverpool were building, we can see they were, they were building something. We could see the blocks. What Leicester have started, you can see they are building something and they are going somewhere. Yeah. Remember, four years ago, where, where, where was Manchester United? Four years ago, where was Spurs? Who has been building? You can see the results. Yeah. So don't be lying to yourself. We'll come to Manchester United someday. But don't be lying to yourself and saying that Ole is building, Ole is at the wheel. If we suck, you know, be there. Chelsea has started a building project. And this building project, you can see in the next two, three years, it will yield something. You can see the blocks, the bottom. <laughs> you know, so, 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 so in the same way. Talking about <laughs> no, so I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. So I'm driving home. So whatever Unai started in his first few months at the club, there's no continuation. And that's a problem. Yeah. So we suck him. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I think they've they've been bold. Arsenal are learning how to sack coaches. And you see, you have to, if you want to sack coaches, learn how to sack them well. Yeah. Some clubs don't know how to sack coaches, and that's why they are trouble. The and yeah. they like Manchester United, they don't know how to sack coaches. <laughs> so see, if you want <laughs> to sack the coach, not the sack first time the they are sacking a coach. Oh, no, but oh, they are learning. You, we are see, for the fans too. But, but this way, we are was engineered by the fans. Yes, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. I'm happy. We will talk about that. See, that's why I'm happy. The difference, especially of Arsenal fans. Gary, that's why I'm happy. The difference between Arsenal fans today and Manchester United fans today is that Arsenal fans have realized that this won't work. Manchester United fans are still consoling themselves that it will get better. Yes, you do know the difference. What's the difference? Because for Manchester United, they've been seeing a lot of sacks. But this is just the first no, one. No, yes, but they have you, pushed. You understand? You see, because when jo- Jose Mourinho... No, no they problems. See, they sacked uh, Benedict. Benedict. The Benedict. 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 Benedict, no problems. Mm-hmm. But they have been under a manager for so long. Mm-hmm. They didn't get what they expected. Mm-hmm. Now they are expecting... And because they have spent money, they yeah, have bought players, so. and they look at their players and say, well, we are not getting the best. Uh, Sale, comments, are already, the comments are already coming in. Sorry, I didn't announce the, guy, the number. The but yes, no thank problems, you for God. your custom. 0244 340 437. That's 0244-340-437. The joy first take. I mean, so welcome to London. We, London, we don't joke in London. If you're in Manchester, you can have fun. <laughs> but in London, if you joke, you are... And that's why I like it. The way Spurs is behaving. Good. What? For doing the same thing, Arsenal doing the same thing, Chelsea, you know how we do it. So, uh, very, very good. Congratulations to my brothers, Arsenal fans. Thank you very for, much. For doing what for you have to do. Yeah. And another team, team in London uh, possibly will also sack their West Ham. West Ham. Yes. West Ham United. West Ham. Don't joke in London. London is not joking, please. Anyway, so I wanted us to, to focus on something that, I mean, yeah. the global media, the global press have been picking on it. Uh-huh. The particularly toxic atmosphere Arsenal fans have created around the club. Yeah. yeah. Getting yeah. to the end of the Wenger period. Yeah. Up till now, Bill, you, because you are you are, yeah, you, you, are, are not funny. <laughs> you know yeah. I know social media is toxic these days. I mean, it's not what it used to be. For those of us who joined Twitter, particularly in two thousand and nine, it used to be a place of contact. Yeah. It used to be like LinkedIn yeah. till about twenty thirteen. Yeah, where suddenly when we joined. <laughs> Where, I think it started around 2014. Yeah, 2013, 2014, the World Cup. When when most of the global media started heavily advertising their presence on Twitter and so um, encouraged their followers to interact with them on Twitter, then we had a certain, you know, I don't want to say millennials, a certain generation, Z or whatever it was. Now the place is particularly toxic. But Arsenal, and especially the phenomenon called Arsenal Fan TV. <laughs> Look, Arsenal Fan TV is now, I, I'm hearing that yes. it's, now, it's now going to be studied in universities. Uh-huh. It's become so successfully <laughs> built. Yeah. Like, it survives on vitriol. Mm. So, yeah. Bill, tell us about it. For, for those who don't know what Arsenal Fan TV is, give us a bit of perspective on what it is. Yeah, so the Arsenal Fan TV uh, is hosted by Robbie He. Who has been on Joy Sports about twice before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put that in. <laughs> yes, and 
he usually talks to Arsenal fans particularly after a match and they give so, the feedback so he captures the immediate, immediate emotion immediate right after the match okay now if Arsenal Arsenal loses the match you just know that criticisms are going to flow and he picks the right people like you know, in our job in our job we call it make it produce him yeah. you know his producer gets him the angriest the 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 vowel the most violent and yeah. the and the most foul mouthed of spectators yeah. Yeah. to speak to yeah yeah he most of them will be the angry ones and then just a couple of them will be the ones who will be supporting the coach on the day now he picks dt he picks troops those two will just bring the fire to to yeah. and will cause the agenda and everyone will react because they also have a lot of following on social media as well so yeah. Yeah. and someone like ty He's on the other side, usually. He always supports the manager. He always say, oh, let's give the manager time. Uh, I think he's doing a good job and all that. Yeah. So he tries to bring opposing views, but usually he brings the fire. But, but there's something I want you to... You said that they set the, the agenda. Yeah. And what happens is that, you know, when that video goes up on YouTube, usually about 15 to 20 minutes after the game, that that is what Arsenal fans pick up yeah. to the next game to the stadium, no matter what the manager says. Yeah, right now, if Arsenal fan TV has become so, so popular big, that so big, yeah, even Chelsea fans, Manchester United fans, Liverpool fans, everybody are watching eagerly it. waiting to watch when Arsenal loses a game, particularly because we know that when they win a game, they will see a lot of positive things. They just say one negative and then we move. But when there's a loss. Everyone will be like, oh, let's listen to what Troops has to say. Let's listen to what DT has to say because they are going to I mean, just today alone, I've seen intellectual articles on the Independent mm. website, on the New York Times website, analyzing the effect of things like Arsenal Fan TV and how it affected the football community. Yeah. So, George, mm. you notice something here, even when we, we have Champions League games. Yeah, yeah. The kinds of comments we have to screen yeah. while reading the comments yeah. when we are bringing... You know, we didn't used to have that back. Yes. We, we, you yeah. and I, you, you and I started commentary together about mm. 2016. Yeah. We didn't used to have that. Yeah. Now people feel it's so easy for people to. It's not. It's unfiltered. It's uncensored, yeah. mm. and the language is so. Hans, what's the what's the they, what's they talk their mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But let me say that they talk their mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they overtalk their mind. Yeah. yeah, but how would you? How you, know, would you and but, you, but, you but, see you, it, that influence with yeah. how even things like. Yes. Yeah. Because these days, these days, the stakes for the fans are higher than you thought. Yeah. Even for those who are not fans, they are betting. People exactly. are serious exactly. with the. F- no, people have become m- even more serious with the football business yeah. than than the key stakeholders. That's the problem now. Yeah. So people have taken the clubs to I, heart. I read that today. You know, they've taken the clubs to heart, and they want to see something. You know, like so. I think that these days it's difficult for fans to have that kind of patience they had before. Go and bring me back Alex Ferguson. Yeah. If he if he's, he fails to win like he was failing to win when he started, me, there will be no chance for you there. Irrespective. Ah, Jose Mourinho went back to Chelsea. Mm. And look at what the Chelsea fans did to him. Yeah. A manager who had won, you know, the Premier League title. Basically a legend. It's so, yes. So this is where we have come to. So footballers understand that it's about uh, churning out the right results. But it's difficult. And, and it's difficult to tell the fans that, okay, look, fans understand. It's a football game. There's, there's win, there's lose, there's draw. Yeah. Somebody's holding his betting slip, he's lost straight. <laughs> and you can see that some of the messages that come in. And, he, and he's not even a fan of the club. He's not a fan that's of the club. That's interesting. So that's, that is where we are now. And, uh, and people are really investing a lot of emotions into this. 
That's how come we are, we are getting this. If the clubs don't want the fans to invest their emotions into it, it's fine. I can understand Aston fans. How much do they pay, you know, to go and watch the sale? Yeah, that's one, one, one of the highest. One of the highest, like 200 yeah. quid. That's, mm. that's, is, that's a lot of money to pay and go and sit down and watch. And you are doing this all the time. Some are season ticket holders. Yeah. They can't stand it when things are not going yeah. well. You see, for Aston Wenger, there was always a part of their heart that said, Invincible. He's won the Premier He's League done this, yeah. He's done this. But when they bring you in, they're paying you. And they say... Even though you're expecting the board to pay the players more, they're saying that the kinds of cash we are giving the boys these days, those before didn't get. Yeah. So why are they doing this? You know. Exactly. So when you misbehave, they have a go at you and all. On the issue of the fans, yeah. I think it's got to do with what we are exposed to now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of information. Exactly, mm. a lot of information. Remember those days when we had to wait. On a Monday to get to know even scores, yeah, not yeah. highlight, not, not even, even the highlights highlight. scores yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of matches that we played on Friday and Saturday. But now fans have realized that if something is going wrong, and I speak out, I'll be heard. Yeah, that's how people can tag the Arsenal, you know, Twitter handle, yeah. can tag the uh, or the fo- player on, or the player and, and force him to go out or deactivate his accounts because and, and the vitriol is too much and and you de- and de- prime and example yeah exactly and yeah. they definitely will see the handle will see and they will report and they, they have very clear line of communication yeah. at the club so direct, if, you're, if you're a social uh, if you're a social media manager at the club and reactions are coming of course you will carry that to the board and let them know Charlie the fans ball so yeah. we have to do something yeah. you understand so now the fans feel Charlie if we speak out we'll be head so then let's go hard wherever we are whichever corner we find ourselves if things are not going well let's hit hard and george rightly mentioned it i mean charlie investors are around yeah people have gone past just watching football matches and going to bed people have gone past supporting just, their own yeah, yeah, and just watching football <laughs> matches just to be happy because yeah my club won there are times people even bet against their club. Yes. That was what yes. you when you said investors are around. I, 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 I thought you were going to leave it there. You're an investor. I've done it before. You always confuse you which investors. I've done it before. Oh, investors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, for instance, if you're a Chelsea fan yeah. and you know that Charlie, you are in a job and you're going to play against a, a, an informed team, I'm not sure if you have some no fuel, you go and put. On Chelsea, because Charlie, your heart's at Chelsea. You won't yeah. do that. You understand? So, gradually, we are moving away from the, the bit about uh, our heart is with this team. Now, people are looking at their, you know, money. Yeah. You understand? So, it, it, when it gets to that point, then it won't just be about Arsenal fans. It will be about everybody. Because when you expect Arsenal to go in and beat Norwich... And then Charlie, you know very well that you are counting on that to make it. You probably needed that win to When Man City Jewish actor, I mean the kind of analysis and, and, and on Man City was serious. It's very interesting <laughs> when you monitor social media on match days yeah. and after matches, you know what happens? Especially when City or Basa, any of them should lose. Yeah, the big ones. The, the, the talk out there is actually Omar Senko for Omar Senko. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You know, but, and, and I'm happy we are, we are having this discussion. Mm. And please feel free to join in on, on how fan culture has essentially changed in today's age. 0244340437. And whether Unai Emery sack one is just a symptom of what the bigger problem is. And whether Arsenal fans can be sated or satiated or can be satisfied by any manager who comes. Because the thing is, it seems they want instant results because of the kind of squad they have. Uh They believe that Mm. certain managers can get the best out of this team. And a lot of analysis have 
seem to say or suggest that communication was an issue yeah. because he couldn't pass on his ideas at all to the players. Bill, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, there were some reports that uh, usually after training sessions they have some meetings, yeah. you know, talking about their tactics <laughs> and all. They, the, the players review to some sources that it takes longer than the usual kind of meetings that they have with the players. Mm. Uh, maybe Axel Wenger. Axel Wenger could speak a uh, lot of languages fluently, so yeah. he could get his ideas to the people. But with Emery, it was different. If he, he can't say good evening well, he's, he's good evening. So <laughs> what you say? I mean, not good evening. No, and again, I'm sure some of our listeners will. It's the Spanish influence, you mm, know, yes. where they pronounce mm, the, mm. the... But some also say that he has had he has had access to the English language long enough that he shouldn't, you know, have been making some of these communication errors. Yeah. Uh, even aside, even aside the the language, you yeah, know, issue. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, <laughs> language. Yeah, but we still have coaches who have to find a way. Yeah, you know, but, but but I, yeah, that's, that's, You see, yeah. my my point, my point is that there are some of the things that happen that you you could point to and say this guy had lost the plot. Yeah, I mean, tell me, choose your captain. You say that you vote for a captain. I mean, how do you do that? Yes. That you you want the, the players to sit down and vote for a captain. What does that mean? What does that mean? Because some as, managers as, as, ascribe to that method. Yes, yeah. but yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, but I know. But in the situation, it, I think it depends, in a situation it depends where, on the, the, the dressing room dynamic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that really. In this situation, it clearly showed that the coach wasn't in charge. Sure. Then he had to come back and now appoint somebody. Charlie. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I get you. I get you. They, are, they, are, they are managers. And remember this. Una Emery, when he was a PSG, was he it? He had a similar problem. Yeah, he had a yeah. similar problem. We, we always said, oh, the managers are forcing players on him. Yeah. I don't think anybody was forcing a player on him yeah. last night. Yeah. So yeah. He's, it's a part of his managerial career he needs to work on. And he failed at it woefully here. And, and, and it's sad because, you know, I, I followed him from the time he was at Almeria. I saw yeah. him coming up. His attention, and even the Arsenal, uh, those reporters around Arsenal mm. who have written pieces kept saying it. He's an absolute gentleman. He's an obsessive you know, one of those mm. Pep, uh, Marcelo Bielsa yeah. kind of nerds. They obsessed too much. And some felt that that was also his issue. Mm. Like, the thing is right under your nose. And he wants to overanalyze it and mm. overcommunicate yeah. it yeah, to the players. He's a good reader of so, the game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, the bit about communication. Yeah. I don't really... Oh, I know managers who, whose English is not really good. In any case, sure. if you look at the Arsenal dressing room, you've got... Players who speak different, different it's languages. A, it's a multicultural dressing room. Absolutely. Cosmopolitan. So... I don't really think that the issue about not being able to speak English is a problem. And I also, you know, refuse to agree that the man is a terrible communicator. Hmm. Why? Because he's probably been in another mm-hmm. dressing room with similar dynamics and won trophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, handled himself fairly well. I think that he came to a club and found a club at a point where he, he wasn't probably familiar with. You see, um, if you look at Arsenal and you look at the Premier League, you look at where Arsenal are, they won't win you the, you're not going to win the Premier League. Yeah. And, and for me, sometimes I like to face the reality. If you look at Liverpool's form, if you look at Manchester City, you should know that you won't win it. At best, you're fighting top four. Yeah. Okay? So, what expectations do the fans have? First of all, are you dealing with fans who expect that you win the Premier League? No. Are you dealing with fans who expect that you made the top four? I think a disappointment setting because the man came in with a reputation of being a serial winner of the Europa League. Yeah. And then Arsenal make it to the final of the Europa League mm. and get beaten. That is where Arsenal fans began to, you know, probably take a second look that look. And the disappointment from that final last season 
has been brought into this season, things haven't worked out too well for him. And and we, we see the effects. But um, really, where do Arsenal go from here? George mentioned something that, look, yes, Arsenal have got quality. Every club has quality. Mm. But to really determine which club has quality, you have to do a comparative analysis. No Manchester United. Every no, like every club has quality. <laughs> but no, every club has quality. Let's face it. <laughs> to to play in the Premier League, you need quality. But to win the Premier League, you need extraordinary quality. No, but I don't think any Arsenal fan wants them to win the Premier League. This no, season. I don't think so. That's the, that's, that's I, the, I don't think so. The, the I, I was just checking the, so, the, so, the so, table. So, so, that, so, so that Burnley, that Sheffield United, Wolves, that Leicester, that you can't beat these teams, and, and it's regular. Like look, look at look at the look at the streak. Look at the streak, the winless streak. For clubs like Arsenal and Manchester United, especially, who had managers who were there for over two decades, this business of sacking manager as part of a rebuilding process is not something that they are familiar with. Yeah, they are not. They are not. Yeah, they have to learn. That, that is why, no, I mean, if, if it's not your DNA, it's not your DNA. They have to learn. That is why. And I've always said this. The biggest mistake Manchester United made or have made since the, sack, the, the, the retirement of Alex Ferguson was the sacking of Louis van Gaal. If you look at it critically. Because, because he was building and he was coming. Bear in mind, he won the FA Cup before leaving. And you could tell that he wanted United to have a certain identity, play a certain brand of football. Never mind United fans were not buying into it. But it has started to work. And then they sack the manager, brought in Jose Mourinho. He comes and wins the Europa League. And, and we all see what happens. The thing about clubs like Arsenal and Manchester United is this. And that is what, that's the difference between Arsenal, Man United, and maybe Chelsea and City. Or let me not even be, or, or Chelsea. Chelsea don't care. They will sack a manager, come in, the next manager comes and win one trophy. They will sack him, another one comes and win one trophy, and they will sack him. And it goes on and on. Whenever Chelsea has sacked managers, the, the next manager comes in and has won a trophy. Or maybe two. The thing about United and Arsenal is this. They want to dominate. And even for Arsenal, as insane as it may sound, they want to dominate. Of course they do. If you remember how they won, they won you know, their Premier League titles under Wenger, they dominated. We are talking about a club that went a, an, an entire Premier League season unbeaten. Manchester United is probably the only team in the Premier League that wins back-to-back-to-back Premier League titles. And that is what they want. But the game for has them, changed. well, maybe exactly that was where I was going. But yes, of course, it's, it's something I have to concede. When, when they have the powers to buy, maybe, maybe not. Maybe for United fans, they feel that it's something they can still do. Because if you've been used to something for so long, it's difficult to wake up one day and decide that look, now we simply want to win one trophy, one manager, and sack sack that manager for another manager. Because it's our winning one trophy, Mario won a trophy, Van Hal won a trophy, but they still got sacked. What United really want is a sustained era of success. What Arsenal want is to, you know, um, roll back the years that Arsene Wenger took them on an unbeaten run. Yeah. Question, will it happen in this era? You see, Gary, let me, let me make this point. What Arsenal won and what Manchester United won is being done now by Manchester City. Is being done now by Tottenham Hotspur. They've been on a certain. They've been you, on a certain. You, you mentioned uh, Spurs. I mentioned Spurs. What have they won? Because they are very. They have been consistent in the last four years. No, 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 no. no they haven't won anything. But they have been to the Champions League final. Okay. They've been very consistent. No. I'm, 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 I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming to that point because you have to. You have to be consistent before you can start winning something. Agree? True or false? You have to be consistent. 
the clubs you're talking about have they are not even oh, consistent. Have like, been I mean, consistent that's for what the I'm last saying. They have been consistent for the past and that's the point he's making. And they have been to the UEFA Champions League final. But they've won nothing. Yeah, but hold on. Yes, but they have been to the UEFA Champions League final. So I'm saying they have got some consistency. <laughs> Manchester City has got some consistency. True or false? Oh, in, in, you see, we need <laughs> no. the submission. If you mention Spurs and <laughs> oh, City, no. I get confused. No, don't get confused. Because you said Manchester one was United. consistent with trophies. Yes, That's it. And one has been consistent with what they're producing. And I mean, saying that even for the Spurs consistency, Arsenal have not been cons- that consistent. That's consistent. So, it's so has, yesterday, it's has, back here tomorrow. I, I think Spurs I, I, have I, I, been the ch- I, understand, I understand your challenge. Yeah. But before you talk about trophies, you have to get something going. And you see, this that, class that has not got Pochettino, something going first. That's what Pochettino was asking his board <laughs> to help him go to the next step. Yeah, yeah you can get something going. Give me money to go to the next step. You know, I've, I've taken the club to a certain level. Now, inject, give me an injection of cash for me to bring a certain kind of world-class players, you know, <laughs> into the setup, and it didn't happen. Arsenal, on their part, had given him that war chest yeah. to go shopping. <laughs> They've gone shopping, and they are not seeing anything. So that, that's where the difference between Spurs wow. and Especially when especially when things have changed from how you saw as in Wenger's reign. Yeah. You know, now Where you, he was he was miserly. People and, everybody said he was and, and you became used yeah, to always to finishing spend. fourth, always finishing fourth yeah. with a man. Of course, you knew you were gonna play well in the cup competitions, yeah. but you were not going to win. Yeah. But now they bring in a manager you get money. Yeah. You, you get money to buy players, and we all know that this is a manager that is a serial winner. Yeah. Did it with Sevilla at Paris Saint Germain. Did it. So if you can't do it at Arsenal, then you have no business being there. Anyway, so now to the options. Now we've we've, we've dissected the issues to the options. Now, George, oh, you want to read a couple of comments on our WhatsApp? Very interesting stuff. Zero two four four three four zero four three seven. Elam says uh, that Christmas song you are playing. Please let Kotoko do a remix. Of it as their anthem. Where? Very interesting. Fire. We'll, we'll pass it on to Kotoko. Santi Kotoko, Yeah, so Daniel, you don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, this one says Gary, good Friday show. I'm surprised most of us Arsenal fans are jubilating about Emery sacking. I think the players have to look at themselves in the mirror and see how they let the manager down. No commitment and passion in an Arsenal jersey, and you think the sacking of Emery would solve the problems? Please, more filler on the glow brouhaha. Godwin from North Kanishi. Let's look at another comment. Uh, Godwin from North. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's your friend, Benedict's friend. Uh, this one says, I beg, please tell him that Liverpool didn't start building two years ago. He shouldn't look at Klopp's arrival and say we saw something when they said they were building. I think he, he Klopp, Brit, Rogers was also building. Yeah, so let's let's look at other comments. You can send in yours as well. Zero two four four three four zero four three seven. This is from Robert Ayinka. So I says, Gary, please, what's the handle of Arsenal Fan TV? And when is Baba coming? Baba is outside the country, so when she comes back, uh, we will. Oh, but, but Baba has been. She's been posting it on social media. Hey, so, oh, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 no, we're not going. I mean, yeah. So, when she comes into town, she'll come back. How do you say, uh, uh, what's his name? Ajiman well, Joseph. Asnaf Today, I'll say good evening. How oh, good, no, good evening? Good evening. Joseph, good evening. Tema. Uh, we don't like the fact that you wrote good evening. Why? Today, we are saying good evening. Good evening. It's a great discussion, though. The weather is hot. I can sleep because if Unai had been stopped to collapse our team, 
let the rest of the co- coaches know that this is not the era of rebuilding <laughs> of teams. Ajiman Joseph Committee Nine Tema. I think you are talking about a certain manager, but yeah, probably you don't want to mention. We, we will sack him. You should forget. Uh, let's go up and see. Yeah, that's the only comment we have so far. Zero two four four three four zero four three seven. The Joyce um, yeah. sports team are bringing you their first take. And it's powered by us here in on a Friday night. We're powered by Good Evening. <laughs> good Evening, good yeah, evening. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, so next up... Options. Options. For Arsenal. For Arsenal. Yeah. Mm. It's, 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 it's going to be interesting. I mean, the names have been thrown about. Mauricio Pochettino. Who is even available? Pochettino is Pochettino available. Pochettino is available. Uh, is available. available. Yeah. But Pochettino has sworn that he, he'd rather what? manage a farm. Okay, so so let, let's rule him out then. The same thing but Jose Mourinho said. No, I, 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 <laughs> no, 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 but this is direct. I, I also I don't, don't see. Uh, but Jose was at Chelsea and he's now at Tottenham. Yeah. I also don't see Allegri ending up at Arsenal. Why? Are you his agent? No, I don't see him ending up at Arsenal. I, is it because of style? Well, maybe also because he, he knows that financially you see he's coming from a from a situation where he was the the top dog there you know blown everybody apart in the syria one bar- every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.